University of Missouri-St. Louis College of Education podcast. Hello and welcome. My name is David Stouffer and I get to be the recruitment coordinator for the UMSL College of Education. Each week on this podcast, we will meet an innovator in the field of education. We will spend some time getting to know them and learning about their work and how it can help you and yours. It is my sincere hope that this podcast will be a source of encouragement and support as you work to continue impacting lives as an educator. My guest today is Brittany Backa-Hop. Brittany joined the UMSL community in April of 2019 and currently serves as the Assistant Director and Early Alert Coordinator for the Office of Student Enrichment and Achievement. Originally from California, Brittany earned an undergraduate degree in psychology and human services from Davis and Elkins College in West Virginia. Brittany then earned a master's degree in higher education administration from West Virginia University. She is currently a doctoral student here at the College of Education at UMSL in the Educational Practice Cohort, College Access and Student Support Services in Higher Education. Brittany enjoys working with colleagues that offer different perspectives and values, having an opportunity to serve the entire Division of Student Academic Support Services Unit through a data lens. She is a sports fan and loves animals. As a member of the LGBTQ plus community, Brittany values inclusivity and is passionate about treating people with respect. Welcome, Brittany, to the UMSL College of Education podcast. It's a pleasure to have you with us today. Thank you, David. It's a pleasure to be here. So you started life in California, then you moved to West Virginia for your undergrad and your graduate degrees. How did you wind up in St. Louis, Missouri? What, what drew you to UMSL and your present position here in St. Louis? Sure. So if we um, aren't surprised, I also had a stint in Arizona after West Virginia for a little bit as well. Um, I kind of joke around that I like to move back and forth across the country. Um, but I actually met my now wife in Arizona, but she is from St. Louis. Um, she actually is an UMSL alum as well. So when I was looking to move here, um, we were still dating at the time, but UMSL was certainly one of the schools I was looking at, applying for jobs. Um, she had high remarks about it. Of course, she's an alum. She went through the College of Ed as well. Um, so I think there was just a lot drawing me to UMSL in general. Um, there was um, certainly the, the diverse population of students. We have a small number of first-time freshmen, but we also have a large population of transfer students. We've got students that um, are low SES. We've got students of different backgrounds, different countries. So I think that's just really interesting when you're coming to work for somewhere. And then I was hearing a lot about this idea that so many UMSL students and UMSL grads stay in the area and then continue on as part of their career working in this region, which I thought was really cool and interesting. Um, so then when I was looking for a new position at the time, looking to relocate, I was coming from currently an advising background, um, but kind of looking to get more onto the backside of student services. 
rather than the um, face-to-face student services as well. And I kind of ran across this early alert position that was a brand new position. Um, Student enrichment achievement had their assistant director at the time was doing that position, but not really as a formal formal title. And so I was really intrigued by this because it was a combination of student support services housed in a student support service office, but then a little bit more of the the data-driven mindset and really how we can manage and utilize the flag system to offer support to students. And so it was, for me, kind of the best of both worlds situation um, because you get a little bit of of both sides of that. Mm -hmm. Let's talk a little bit more about your specific role. You're the assistant director and early alert coordinator for the Office of Student Enrichment and Achievement. Um, Tell me about that. Tell me about your role and your responsibilities and what that position entails. Sure. So I started out when I started UMSL um, back in 2019, just as the early alert coordinator. And then I think it was in March maybe of this year, um, got the promotion to also be the assistant director. And so my role currently has sort of two sides to it. So the early alert coordinator is all the flags that our students might see um, if a professor raises a flag or sends them a kudo. Um, those, those flags come through our office. And so we help distribute those to um, different support staff members, um, sometimes graduate students that we have working in our offices, so that they can really provide that one-on-one connection with students and get them the resources that they might need. So sometimes that's just they need help on study study skills, time management. Sometimes they need um, resources on how to get to counseling services, where that might be, how to get connected. And so they can provide that one-on-one with them. And I'm sort of that middle person to help facilitate that. And then the other part is the assistant director role within the Office of Student Enrichment Achievement. And so our office works um, primarily with students that have below a 2.5 GPA and or they've been conditionally admitted or um, they're working on like their satisfactory academic progress through financial aid, things like that. And so a lot of times they work with our coaches um, to continue to bring their GPA up or get academic skills that they might need to work on. And so I help manage just the the total office function of that along with our director. Okay. I I love working at a university that truly desires to provide the necessary supports to give every student a chance to be successful. You think of college and you don't necessarily think of that, Um, but we truly do that here at UMSL and we're truly committed to that. Talk a little bit more, if you would, about the office in general, the Division of Student Academic Support Services. What what, off, what supports are provided? What's the goal and mission of the office? How does it help and work with students in general, apart from just your own role? Absolutely. So as a division, um, I think one of our main goals is to provide holistic, individualized support. So we're really looking to kind of meet that student one-on-one where they are and give them whatever it is that they might need to hopefully help them be successful. And so we're actually six different departments within our division. Um, Of course, one of them is student enrichment achievement, which is mine. Like I said, typically the 2.5 is our threshold. So we usually work with students below that. Multicultural student services usually works with our students above a 2.5. Both of these offices provide coaching, mentoring. Um, We offer workshops throughout our division. So throughout the entire semester, we have academic skill building workshops. We coordinate um, with people around campus as well to bring in um, experts in different areas. Sometimes we'll bring in career services. Sometimes we bring in some of the different colleges to just give information. And so we provide um, workshops throughout the semester so students can kind of gain 
just little bits of knowledge here and there, usually one hour at a time. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so we also have our TRIO student support services. So for our transfer students that might also meet one of the other criteria, things like low SES, um, first generation students with a disability, they can also be part of the grant funded TRIO program. We've got the fairly new workforce integration office. Um, so they're still kind of ramping that up a little bit. They're, uh, I think, a one-person team currently outside of the division leader. Um, so really trying to work on what that looks like for business endeavors moving forward. We have um, tutoring services. <clears throat> so that's also an MSC. Um, they share a suite with multicultural. So tutoring services, as we all know, is so vital for students. Um, one of the things is making sure that students know about it and can access it and get to that. And I know they work really hard to make sure that they can offer as many courses and subjects as they can so that students can really get the help that they need. And then the last one that we have isn't necessarily as much for our college student population, but we have our pre-collegiate student services um, or also known as the bridge program. And they work with our pre-college students. So middle school, high school students, um, it's really for that access. And so if students have any students or younger people in their lives that can be a part of these programs, they can take advantage of the access side as well. And so one of the things that we really try to think about is how can we meet students in all aspects um, of their educational journeys, but then also how can we provide these services um, for free? All of the services that we provide through the division, the support services, they're at no cost to the students, part of their, their total package of just being an UMSL student. So we really encourage students to, to stop by, check us out, email, call, anything that might work for them um, because we have people that are really willing and ready to help them and meet them one-on-one. -on -one. Um, we're potentially looking at doing a group coaching, trying it out um, this semester. So we'll see what that might look like, but that might also be something that if students are interested in doing it, maybe with a friend or a study buddy and just need some extra guidance, things like that might be helpful. So really just trying to be as most supportive as we can and make sure that all of our different departments kind of connect with each other so that we can offer the best services. Mm -hmm. um, I, I heard you uh, give a lot of really, really good information um, <laughs> in a very short period of time. And I want to sure. make sure our, our listeners um, have a chance to really kind of get get a, get a better idea of some of the things you just said. Tell me a little bit more about TRIO and what TRIO does. Yeah, so TRIO is uh, federally funded. It's a grant program, um, and they work specifically with our, so our group, there, there are different TRIO populations, but the one that is at UMSL is specifically for transfer students. And then they have to meet, I believe it's at least one other criteria. So they have to be uh, transfer and either low socioeconomic status, uh, student with a disability, or a first-generation student. And then by meeting that criteria, um, they have a grant to work with, I believe, up to 140 students, and then they provide different services. So part of that is just community building. Um, so they have um, a space down in the first floor of the Millennium Student Center as well. Um, but they also provide workshops and different trainings and skill sets. But specifically, they also have the one-on-one -on -one coaching. And so students can really get those specific resources directly available to them as well. Awesome. And then the, the, the Office of Pre-Collegiate Student Services is, is a lot. There's a lot involved with that office, uh, right? Uh, and I know these offices aren't necessarily part of your department, but I have a feeling sure. that you work very closely with them. 
I'm actually trying to get all of them on the podcast for future episodes, but this Absolutely. is great to just kind of talk in generalities. Tell me a little bit about that office, the Pre-Collegiate Student Services. Yeah, so Pre-Collegiate Student Services is a staple of the community for sure. They've been here um, a large number of years. I, I want to say it's over 20, but don't quote me on that, even though we're, we're recording. Um, but really, it's all about access for them. So they really are focused on our middle school and high school populations of students in the area and providing services to increase academic skills, but also help them know about and get to college. Um, obviously, a uh, big emphasis is trying to get them to UMSL, but they also have students that go to other colleges and universities as well. Uh, I believe right now they have currently 100% attendance of students that have attended their program go on to college. Um, so that's a, it's a pretty amazing statistic as well. But they have um, a summer bridge program. So I, I want to say it's maybe about six weeks in the summer. They have students come in the mornings during the week and they do different classes. There's actually faculty members here that volunteer and, and are adjunct professors for that. Um, pretty soon, probably within a few weeks or so, I believe they're going to be starting up their Saturday Academy, which is a similar thing. But of course, it's only on Saturday mornings versus um, multiple weeks in the summer. And then during some of those sessions, they also have parent sessions to where they, they help make sure parents know about what it's like to help your kid get into college. What do they need to be doing and preparing for? Um, so it's tons of different workshops and ideas of, of really what that process looks like and how they can help support them, both academically, but then also just in the process and preparation. You, you, we've got some amazing programs, obviously, to work with pre-collegiate, um, current students, academic supports, financial supports, social uh, emotional supports, we could go on and on. Is this normal? Is this, is this in your experience, is this something that typically every college provides or is this unique to UMSL? Seems like we do a lot to help people not just get to college, but graduate from college here at UMSL. Sure. Um, that's slightly difficult. I haven't been to too many institutions. I've worked at, I think this is maybe my fourth one. Um, but I certainly think there's been a push to make sure that support services are really forward um, so that it's not just the academics and the retention numbers, but that it's really that holistic student and making sure that we're there for them on multiple occasions. And I think something like COVID only intensified that, right? We realized it's more than just the grade that they might be, might be receiving or them showing up to class. It's their well-being, it's their emotional intelligence and socio-emotional support that they might need and what's going on with that and all of the other factors. We've got uh, so many of our students are caregivers for someone in their family, maybe parents of their own and have little ones running around, work multiple jobs. So this is an aspect of their life and they're, they're coming to college and they're trying to better themselves in that respect, but this is not the only thing that they're doing. And so I think that push to make sure that our support services are really front and center um, and allow students to know that they're there and that they're not of any extra cost has been really important because we know that it's it's more than just um, a number in a seat, right? That that's very true. And if 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 our listeners learn anything today, I hope at minimal you'll you'll learn that UMSL really is committed to doing everything possible to try to make sure that the needs of every student are met. Uh, and the opportunities are there to get the supports in, in any way, shape or form. And it's pretty amazing. And so I really appreciate the work UMSL does and I appreciate the work you're doing 
um, with the uh, Office of Student Enrichment and Achievement. That's that's just amazing to hear, and so thankful that you do what you do, and that the office is there to support our students. So, thank you. What's next for you? You you you're early in your career. You just mentioned. Um, uh, what's what are you doing now? What do you what do you see your pathway towards the future? Yeah, that's that's always a good question, right? Um, so I am currently working on my doctorate, actually in the College of Ed as well. Um, good choice. So, yep. So it's focused on college access and student support services. So definitely, I think my plan is to stay in higher education. Not one hundred percent sure what that looks like, but I have in my early career hit a couple different institutions. And so I'd really like to have more longevity. Um, I've worked with a, a few people here just at UMSL that have been at UMSL for 15 plus years. And I think that is just really amazing. And so I would love to be able to get to something like that to where I've really put in the time at an institution, um, continue to expand my my network of people around that, you know, if I I've got a student and I need this thing, I know exactly who I want to call because that's the person across campus that is going to be able to help in that situation. Um, so I think I don't know the specifics, but I think certainly continuing on with my career at UMSL for at least the foreseeable future is definitely something that I'm looking toward. Awesome. So not too far in the future, we'll have to call you a doctor. <laughs> couple year, a couple more years from now. Yep. <laughs> Well, that'll be a that'll be a welcome uh, a welcome time for sure, and we hope we we hope you stick around for a long time, Brittany. Thanks so much for for being here. One final question: um, in in your travels and as a sports fan, are you by now a full fledged Cardinal fan? <laughs> um, so I played softball in college, so I would say baseball and softball are probably my my favorite top sport, um, and I can get behind a good baseball game regardless of who's playing, but I do think there is some special stuff happening um, just in in Cardinals world. Um, obviously, we've got some long, longtime players um, with Yachty and Wainwright. Of course, that's that's a pretty cool matchup with how many um, times they've appeared as a battery together, which is just amazing. Um, then, of course, out to have Albert come back this year. That's pretty, pretty cool. I think the, the city definitely seemed to take in well to that. So. Um, yeah, I would say I've got I've got a Cardinal shirt. I'm going to the Umsel game this Friday, so you know, <laughs> I'd right. say I can get behind that. Okay, I, I sense there's another team you're probably a fan of that you don't want to say, and that's okay. No, actually, that's not. Um, I I really just uh, I just enjoy baseball. Some people mm -hmm. think it's quite a slow game, but I could sit there for mm -hmm. the whole thing. Um, so no, I'm I don't necessarily have a team I follow, but. If I'm following anyone a little bit, I would definitely say right now it is the Cardinals. I've kind of shifted into that. Awesome. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> All right. Well, Brittany, thanks so much for uh, joining us today. I appreciate the work you do here at UMSL, and thanks so much for being part of the UMSL College of Ed podcast. Thank you, David. Really appreciate highlighting SAS and everything that we do. Thank you. I am honored that you chose to join me today for the University of Missouri St. Louis College of Education podcast. I hope you'll join me next time. Till then, I'm David Stouffer. Thank you for the work you do. Never forget, you are making a difference every day. Music